and welcome to Damage Control Podcasting, a, uh, a special episode um, in honor of the release of uh, The Meg, me and Daniel. Hello. Uh, I, I'm here with... F- fucking awkward. Um, anyway, we're, we're at the uh, Great Lakes Avengers headquarters of Damage Control Podcasting, not at HQ tonight. Hey now, I think this place is a little bit better than Great Lakes Avengers. Then why is your door that guy that you walk through to get? You know? Because you have to have style. Oh, right. Okay. So, we're going to do... Me and Daniel are the only ones that, that uh, don't have lives. Or, or children. <laughs> so, so we are here tonight. In, in honor of Meg, we are going to do an audio commentary of 1999's Deep Blue Sea. Uh, this... So, last commentary we did... Uh, was Mission Impossible, yep. and that was an epic journey to get that going. Uh, let me tell you about the epic journey that was to get this going. So, uh, listeners, Cody's mom, basically, uh, I get Hello. a lot of I, I get a lot of flack because I don't post uh, uh, reliably enough. So, uh, I am currently on medicine. I'm not really supposed to take caffeine with, and I was I drank a energy drink before I got to the uh, podcast. Then I got to I drank an energy drink at the podcast. So when I got home, I was wired. So I posted it, yeah. And then I looked up a bunch of trivia information on my super secret website for tonight. And then in and I have not slept. I've been up since yesterday. I am wired. <laughs> uh, oh, this will be interesting. Because I had to take another pill. So I'm just I'm just wired. So anyway, in my in my haze in between pills, I thought I, I had saved and I did not save my information. Oh boy. So I'm kinda of bummed out, but I think I think we're the good ones on the podcast. We can uh we'll just ad lib through through this. Don't worry, I have the app for your secret secret web super secret website here <laughs> so we can uh okay. we can make some of that trivia that you just copy and paste happen. Okay, so neither one of us owned this movie. We we pulled it. Well, actually, I do on VHS. Uh, Wait, did uh, you know there was a sequel? Yeah, Deep Blue Sea by uh, Sci-Fi Channel. Huh. Um, so we, we pulled it up on Netflix. Uh, if you want to line up, we the Warner Brothers Pictures is on screen. According to Netflix, we are eight. Is that eight seconds or eight frames? Eight, eight seconds. Eight, eight seconds. Uh, the Xbox isn't that fancy. Oh, okay. Okay, so this movie was released July 28, 1999, with a budget of $60 million. Opening weekend, it grossed $19 million, with a final uh, gross of $73,648,000. So, it at least made its budget back. Okay, that's cool. Alright, so, off we go. And we're hitting play... Right now. Now. Okay. So, the Warner Brothers sign is now underwater. And I'm, I'm going to promise, listeners, if, if you listen to our last uh, uh, commentary, uh, I will not be talking about hair. I I don't believe you. I, I think there will be at least four hair comments in this in this commentary. Well, if there's one thing I like is a good haircut, but if there's one thing I like more is a bad haircut and bad wigs. All right. Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. Wait till he comes on screen. Oh boy. So, I actually know a little bit of trivia about this movie before uh, before we even get into like uh, copy and pasting the IMDb trivia out here. Um, so don't give out my secret website. Oh, sorry, the su- super secret website. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it was actually in the commentary on the DVD, uh, which uh, which my my folks have. Oh, is that and good? The, uh, I only got the VHS. Uh, yeah, it has some interesting interesting stuff in it. Who was in a cast or crew? Uh, cast. Oh, right. Is it yeah. as good as this one? Uh, this will be way better. Good. Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So one of the things that was interesting was Samuel Jackson was talking about this, and I guess a lot of the stars were nervous. I don't know if this is a publicity stunt or this is true, but a lot of the stars were nervous and they had, they were getting lawyers to come on set and they were doing their wills before their death scenes. Uh, what, okay, before I, before I add on to that comment, mm-hmm. bathing suit, rate the bathing suit. Not, nothing sexist, just w- what do you think? Uh, you think he, he looks pretty good, yeah? Yeah, yeah, uh, well, no. No, that's, 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 Ridiculous for the man. Oh, uh, the right. the peach, uh, the peach bathing suit is is easily an eight. Uh, the the white with the the, the camo short looking things the the Bahama sweater around her, sh- her waist. Right. I'm, I'm not into that. That's like a it's like a six. You don't like the modest. I, I don't mind the modest. It's it's the color scheme. The the white with Hawaiian. I'm just not into that. So this boat, I guess, is the same boat from uh, Harrison Ford's. What, what, let me look at my super receiver website here. Uh, get yeah, no, nope, never mind. Ignore what I just said. Okay. So what I think is interesting here is that like, like the 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 sharks are attacking the boat, and they imply this because they spilt the red wine into the boat. No, no, into no, the water. No, no, I, I don't. No, you think that? I mean, that's kind of what the implied was. You see the, the the bottle of wine knock over. No, I think that was just. I think that was just a visual motif. Because, okay. Because I well, I, mean, I don't. Know, I always took it as their their eight hundred pound genetically altered mako sharks that they're just aggressive. And, and that's that's true. Like it's probably. I mean, once we get into the 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 movie, that we'll find out that's true. But I just think it's odd that the uh, uh, like. If you, if you don't know anything about this movie until then, you're just like, oh, so the tracks, the, the, the sharks of wino is what you're getting. True. Very true. Oh no, wait, what? He doesn't have to be a wino. What are those guys that, uh, what do they call those people that, like, they swirl around their mouth and spit it out? Connoisseurs? Is that what they're called? Uh, uh, uh wine tasters? Sure. Okay. Yeah. And, and oh, is this is one of the the altered sharks? I I believe so. Okay. Um, what do you think of the use uh, Anna Nicole Smith landing that helicopter? Same building. Same building. Same helicopter. Um, that's a callback, folks. <laughs> um, what do you think of the use of uh, Mako sharks rather than like like the classic stereotype uh, um, great white or even. Or even like a hammerhead, but like a mako shark. First time I even heard of a mako shark was from this movie. Really? Um, I'm okay with them using it. I, I like the fact that they're not just retelling basically Jaws by using a great white shark again. So, like, unless you're really into sharks, you're really not going to know a whole lot of difference between them. Okay. Which, which I just think it's good that they're, they're branching out and moving on to different species. Well, the teeth are a little bit gnarlier. Than great whites, uh, are they? Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, well, yeah. Check them out when they open their mouth again. Okay. What do you think of uh, Samuel L. Jackson's wig? Are you sure that's a wig? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a wig. Yeah. Yeah, that looks pretty rough. So, Samuel L. Jackson supposedly signed on to do the movie because he did um, Long Kiss Goodnight with uh, Rennie Harlan mm-hmm. and had such a good time that he signed on to do this uh, for Rennie Harlan again. But Rennie Harlan has stated that this is the worst experience he's ever had making a movie. Really? Yeah. What what happened that made it so terrible? Uh, I would think shooting in water probably is just. No, shooting in water would be very difficult. Yeah. I think that's a that's a, that's a that's a whole feat that unless you are prepared for that you are not prepared for it. Like right unless here. you've done it, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. So this is the same seaplane from Harrison Ford's and Anne Hesh's uh, Six Day Seven Nights. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, in one of our, in one in our disaster podcast, me and you got into a fist fight over whether this is a disaster film. You said I said it was. You said it wasn't. You said that the basis for, because you said it was animal horror. You said that the basis for an animal-based disaster film is the animal has to cause. The disaster. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. It, and, and we're talking it's the difference between disaster and horror is is devastation on a large scale versus devastation on a small scale. All right, so let's see if we can nail this down. If this is considered, I'm not saying it's only a disaster film. I'm saying, but it, I'm saying like you could fit it into like if you were putting it in on a blockbuster shelf, you could slide it in under the disaster section. Yeah, because those people never sorted their movies. Yeah, I didn't like it when they started getting DVDs, and, and then they would just, like, stack them, you, you know what I mean? Instead of, like, the classic, like, it was all organized and really cool, the smell and everything, Thomas Jane, uh, good hair, um, I like, uh, you know when his birthday is? Uh, yours. Yes, I watch a Thomas Jane birthday on his birthday, because it's my birthday. You watch a birthday on his birthday? I watch a movie. <laughs> I haven't been to sleep, folks. So, uh. and, and for those of you keeping track at home, that's two hair comments from the person who said no hair comments. What do you think of those short? I would. I'm wearing shorts right now. He, I don't. Shorts gotta go past the knee, man. If you're a dude, they go past it like no way. That that's that's a short foul right there. I, I think it kind of depends on where you're wearing shorts. Like. Like, if it's just, to, like, for fashion, yeah, over the knee. The cool down, like, if you're in the middle, Midwest, yeah, over the knee. You, you're, you're on a, on a water base in the middle of the Atlantic? I think you can probably get away with it. Because that's just, like, quick removal for bathing suit. No. Or quick replacement for bathing suit in case you need to jump in the water. I agree to disagree, my friend. <laughs> so, you so, don't want all that shit weighing you down. So... So supposedly the scene right before this with Thomas Jane, the license plate that they pulled out of that Mako shark was the same license plate that they pulled out of the shark in Jaws. Hmm. Like the exact same one or just like a reuse of the the numbers and stuff? No way to know. Hmm. But look at the teeth, man. They're not, or maybe it's coming up that they pull it out coming up. Maybe. Um, those teeth are gnarlier than great whites, man. I do like the tiger striping on them. That's kind of interesting. I think it's a cool-looking design. 
I, I don't know if it's this scene. I'm assuming it's this scene, but Thomas Jane actually. That CG does not hold up. It's not good. Yeah, that CG's not great. So, uh, anyway, I, I'm assuming it's this scene, but Thomas Jane actually swam alongside a, a real life shark. He, they had to shoot it. They, they forced him to shoot it at the end of the movie in case something bad had happened. Yeah, so, okay, so that's the same license plate from Jaws. So, as an actor, if the director's like, hey, we got this really cool idea, we really want you to... Man, look at that dude, he's in shape. You know, if that was like nowadays, like a Marvel movie, clean-shaven chest. Oh, yeah. Marvel heroes... Don't. But Zack Snyder, yeah. his DC world, it's it's got hairy chest. Affleck, Batfleck has a hairy chest. Really? I don't think I ever noticed that. Um, so anyway, if you're an actor and the director's like, uh, yeah, I got this cool idea, we're going to do this, but we have to wait till the end of the movie to make sure we have we have the entire shot just in case you're dead. It doesn't... Yeah, that's not a whole lot of confidence, but um, you know what? I do it. What? I mean, 100% I do it. I mean, just, like, this kind of interesting stuff you don't get to do. Like, you get to say you swam with a shark. I am 100% into that. Yeah, but wouldn't you want it, like, at the beginning of the movie so you know that the crew's going to protect you? Because they're like, fuck, this is a $60 million movie. we got to protect basic... I mean, I know it's an ensemble cast, but basically the star of the movie. That could be a problem, but at the same point, like, if something does go wrong, you just tank the entire movie. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I mean, I would take the risk. I would do it. If I could swim, I would 100% swim with sharks. Uh, okay, so, we haven't really, we told you what movie we were watching. Uh, basically, correct me if I'm wrong, Daniel, the plot of the movie is these, this, what do you want to call this, like a biolab, sea lab type deal? Yeah, it's a biological lab. They are genetically manipulating uh, mako sharks because they're trying to find a cure for Alzheimer's because of the urban legend, old wives' tale, that sharks will get cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then things go things go south. Is, yeah. is that basic? If we had to describe what was going on? Yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's basically what happens is they're engineering super shark, super smart sharks on accident. And uh, um, then, yeah, things, things go bad. Now I know, I know you don't like to brag, Daniel, but we should actually call you doctor. Um, I know you've got your doctorate. How accurate is this? This medical can you use sharks to cure all times? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Really? Oh yeah. Are you, are you yeah, being yeah. With, with my with my official FDA license and and doctorate, uh, absolutely. That is no. I have no idea. Oh. Um, I, my assumption is that if there was any truth to this movie, we would have explored that option. Um, also, the idea of animal testing, it, that, that can be very difficult to deal with. You know, and maybe in ten years when genetics get a little bit more important, or not important, um, get a little bit more um, advanced and understood, we might have something here. Or you might just grow gills. Uh, this, yeah, anyone who tells you they're trustworthy, you really can't trust them. 
What do you think of Thomas Jane as an actor? I kind of like him. I kind of like everything he's done. Yeah, I think he does a fine job. I think, uh... I, I, I think he, he is one of those actors that, unless you know who he is, you, you never find out who he is. Yeah, he's like one of those guys that, that unless you're like a cinephile, you turn around like, oh yeah, it's that dude. Exactly. He's kind of like he's kind of kind of like a blue collar guy. He just goes from movie to movie. He's not really a celebrity. Yeah, he he blends in very well. Like it, it, I, I I never started noticing him until he started pointing him out in everything. And it's like, oh, that's Thomas Jane. I'm like, you're right. That is Thomas Jane. That's the same guy in this movie. In this movie. Uh, he was. Did you ever watch the? He's got a movie on Netflix. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne, Fishy, and him. Uh, I think it's called like Standoff. Or he, or he plays like a drunk. He's got long. He's one of the few actors that that I think looks good in long hair. You know, I'm not a fan of long hair mm-hmm. on guys. I'm very not. Yep. Uh, he he's got he's got that classic like greasy, like it just it just lays on his head. Well, I don't think long hair lays on guy like Johnny Depp. All right. Oh yeah, right. John, Johnny Depp looks fantastic so, with long hair. I I just like the, his hair lays on him good. It looks good in that movie. But I, I like the, I like his Punisher hair. I dig it. So you can tell that this movie is from the late '90s because she just used a zip drive, and uh, that is old, obsolete technology. That's uh, uh, True Blood's dad. Uh, Skarsgård. Okay, Eric Skarsgård. No, nah, is it Eric? I thought it was Eric. Was it not Eric? Sorry, guys. We are googling now. Yeah, I should have saved. I haven't slept, man. Like, that was just a crazy syringe. Oh, yeah. Like, how would you like to go to the doctor and get that thing shoved in you? Mm. Depends on where. <laughs> uh, so I guess Samuel L. Jackson, he was originally offered the role of... Uh, LL Cool J, his character. Okay. You know what LL Cool J stands for? I do not. I don't either. I was actually hoping. Oh damn! Know. I thought you knew. Uh, uh, wait a minute. Set me up for the fall here. Uh, luscious ladies. Wait, ladies love Cool J. I honestly think you're real close to that. I think that's. Oh, that's that's not what I meant to search. That's, sorry, guys, we're working the figure this figured out. Is it Alexander's first name? No, that's dude from True Blood. Yeah. Uh, he's also in. Stellan Skarsgård. Okay. Ladies love Luscious Jackson. I think. I don't know where the cool comes from. I had to have some sort of reference. There's a scene. So the writer of this movie. So okay. So the 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 lady scientist, the 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 brunette lady scientist, the actress. She's friends with the writer. I actually knew this. I don't need to get on my website for this. Um, uh, she's friends with the writer, 
and their friendship got really tested and she kind of like refused to talk to him for a while because I don't know if you remember later in the movie she takes her wetsuit off and stands on her wetsuit in her bra and panties mm-hmm. she was pissed that her friend wrote that scene in and made her in that she had to do it really but they made up cause I guess in the second film that he wrote that she starred in she, she got kind of a meaty badass role so mm. he, he for, she forgave him so LL Cool J stands for Ladies Love Cool James. I was close. Close, right. So I never understood that. Like, I understand that. that Why ladies love Cool James? Well. Because look at him, man. He's cool. He, he is cool. And he's James. So, I mean, it must be true. Um, but no, the, uh, the, the, the thing about the uh, being upset about the scene that you're talking about. Now, I can understand where... Maybe you don't want to do a nude scene. I get that. Um, I mean, there is some sort of professional That's bad. integrity. That, that that does maybe. What what what? I didn't mean to interrupt you. No what size TV are we talking here? We're looking at. Um, I don't know, 32, 34? You know, some CG works good on a big hundred foot screen. That. Yeah, that is that look, awful. That, that's not. Yeah, all of that CG hype was just bad. Wow. So, did you see this when this came out? We always, we always, we always kind of bring this up. Did you see this when it came back in '99? You would have been, see '99. I would have been ten. Uh, what's four? Nine minus four. That's five. Five. So I would have been fifteen. I was thirteen. Okay. Um, I did see it. Um, my folks. Um, we didn't go to the movies a whole lot. Um, but my dad would pick up the VHSs and DVDs. And um, this was one of the DVDs he picked up. What? Uh, I didn't see this in theaters. I had a friend uh, who he had, his dad was rich, and, uh, well, Quincy Rich. That's mm-hmm. um, okay, he don't listen. Um, <laughs> and he had, you know, Laserdisc came out, he had Laserdisc DVDs. Because, you know, like, DVD players came out, they were like $5 million. <laughs> right, they were very expensive when uh, they first came out. So, anyway. And he had top line or whatever, and uh, I, I'd come over, and I I only had VHS, I didn't have DVD player, and he's like, you gotta check this scene out. Take a guess which scene he made me watch without without any setup. He's like, get really close to the screen and watch this scene. Uh, it's gotta be the the Samuel Jackson death part. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I remember. That was kind of like. Do you, do you remember that 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 YouTube vid of, of people who watched that? It was. It's kind of. It's like a meme, you know, where people watch like, "Hey, watch this really cool car car commercial." Oh and yeah. The car comes around, and then the zombie pops into it. That was kind of like the original zombie popper that, that scene. <laughs> it's like, "Hey, have you seen this movie?" No. Hey, watch this scene. Samuel L. Jackson's in it. That was kind of the original. You think that's? Oh, it's the origin of that meme. Maybe I, I could see where that would be kind of the start. I mean, you're just talking about. Like good jump scares, which I think kind of go back further than that, even. But yeah. we'll talk about this yeah. when it gets there. We don't want to. We don't want to. Because uh, it's just me and you tonight. Yeah. So uh, we don't want to ruin everything. We got to, you know, yeah, we're gonna, you're we're gonna gonna ease into it. Yeah, yeah. That's the way I like it. Um, so anyway, I remember liking the movie. Uh, I remember thinking it was kind of like. Uh, I'm not a big gamer, but I kind of to me this kind of reminded me of a video game. So, you know, like the hero's journey onto 
onto your to your your, your level. Mm. Okay, you get the setup, the, the prologue, the Princess Peach talking, the disaster. Yeah. Okay, you escape the initial disaster, and then you get your power ups, you get your situation levels, and then you know they they have to climb up the 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 shaft because the the C Labs losing pressure. And it's and, you know they meet obstacles. I, I don't know. I just I guess from a non gamer, it just reminded me of uh, of a video game. Yeah, I can kind of see the the video game formula built in there. Yeah. So one of the things I think interesting there is the uh, um, the, they keep calling it the the Chimera, which like they should have known things were going to go bad. Nothing called Chimera ever goes well in movies, or anything called Gen One. I won't go that far. There's, there's plenty of Gen 1 stuff that's great. Uh, here's a callback. We watched our last commentary is Mission Impossible 1. Yes. Guess what the virus from Mission Impossible 2 is called? Chimera? Chimera. Yeah. Guess what the antidote's called? Gen 1? Bellerophone. Oh, okay. In Greek mythology, Bellerophone killed Chimera. Interesting, okay. Use that information with what you will. Alright. I give it to you for free. Hmm. These guys like this, I'm very jealous of. They they, they can pull off the, the, like you you seen the way I dress, Daniel. Like right now, it's how how hot we're, we are, we are baking in here because we had yeah. to move the fan away. It's yeah. hot outside. Yeah, it's it's about ninety eight degrees outside. Daniel, how many shirts am I wearing? At least two. Right. We've been doing podcasts now through the summer. It's been a hundred and six. Mm-hmm. How many shirts am I usually wearing? Two to three. Right. I am jealous. Look, look at that. Throws a nice button up, like a nice blue button up. Just no undershirt. Have you tried wearing a single shirt? I, I, I don't like the freedom. I don't like the way it feels. <laughs> you uh, heard it here first, folks. Adam hates freedom. I don't. I don't like the way. It, I feel exposed, man. <laughs> I feel like the world can see through me. Okay. Um, I don't have a good tan line. I don't have the confidence, Daniel. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> That's why I do this. I don't do this podcast for anybody. I, I this is just, this is all smoke and mirrors. I come together for you guys, for you guys to give me confidence, so I can. Oh, you come to the wrong place. So I can walk out <laughs> wearing no undershirt and, and a nice button-up, khakis, and Jesus sandals. Okay. I, I don't. I can't do that. Give, give it time, young pad one. Give it time. You know, I, I wear a crew neck. Okay. So I, I have that classic stereotype redneck tan line mm-hmm. to where my face is my face is nice and tan. Yeah. But one but it like stops the, 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 the crew neck line. And then everything else Daniel is is, is just pale. Oh yeah, yeah. Look, like, look at these legs. Mm-hmm. Pale. Yeah. Look at these arms. That's sexy tan is. Look at that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it just comes with, with working for a living like I don't think anyone has a legit tan line unless you're a model yeah. or an actor would you ever, your profession would you ever tan would you ever tan uh, would you ever do that uh, I, I don't know if I would I don't know why I would you got I, Thomas I, James role in this movie well I mean if I'm an actor yeah like if I need to portray a, a person sure um, but just as an everyday life like like when I got married they tried talking to me into tanning um the they being my now ex-wife and her sister, and it was just like, no, why would I want to fake who I am? So, 
No, I, I, I think if I tan naturally, I'll tan naturally. We're staying on point. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. So, at this point in the movie, why there's so many people here for the hurricane? No, no, they're leaving. Uh, we were talking about random shit, but the, you missed that dialogue. They're, they're, oh, okay. Yeah, that lady up in the tower is trying to get everyone off. For the how far how far out in the ocean are we talking? Did they ever say? Because like what like what are we talking? Like oil oil rig distance out? Or are we talking even farther? Uh, farther than that, it looks like. Cause yeah. it's like like when you get a good shot of the radar, there is not a landmass in sight. So far enough away that a helicopter has to refuel. I would assume so. Yeah. Can helicopters fly over oceans? To a certain point, yeah. They they can go from like New York to London. Can they make it that far? Oh, not without a single, not on a single tank. No. Uh Okay. What about military helicopter? I I would think maybe some of the military ones could. Yeah. But even then, I don't know if I'm. Man, that really does not hold up. Mm Hmm. As a kid, though, did that bother you? The sharks? Yeah. Not really. Not scary. I mean, CG wise. Oh, no. I, I, I can tell you the exact moment I noticed when CG started bothering me. And that was Blade Trinity. I went to see that in theaters. I'm trying to think what bad CG I had. Dracula? It, uh, no, it's the very beginning. I, I think it was Blade Trinity. Maybe it was Blade 2. Pretty sure it was Blade Trinity. Anyway, uh, uh, Wesley Snipes is there. He's doing badass Blade stuff. And then he goes to basically do this monkey jump climb up the walls. And oh, yeah, it that, is... that was the era of what they called the spider cam. Uh, uh, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man kind of uh, kind of brought that to the forefront. They called that the spider cam. Like, all the, all those type of movies had that, if you remember that little, like, they, they, they just felt like a little wonky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little, a little rubbery. Yeah, it looked terrible. Like, you could tell immediately that it was CGI, and it was just bad CGI. Yeah. So, are the CGI sharks bothering you tonight? A little bit. Yeah? Does this take you out? At this point, why don't they just use practical effects? Like... Real sharks? Well, that or uh, a mechanical shark with these and jaws. Oh, come on, man. That's common knowledge the shark didn't work very well. Well, sure, but how? how when was jaws made? Like, late 70s, early 80s? 1992. Oh, Columbus. All right. So anyway, I feel like <laughs> technology will have advanced by then, by by now, that we can get a, a mechanical shark that works better. Yeah. And honestly, probably a little cheaper. So how do you think Meg looks? Think Meg, we're doing this for Meg. It hasn't come as, as of tonight, as we're recording it right now, it has not come out. Maybe you guys in the future will know. By the way, in the future, are we the best podcast from Quincy, Illinois? Absolutely. L- let us know down in the comments. Um... And if you are in the future, you should be doing not this. That's not good. Mm. Um, so how do you think Meg looks? I think Meg looks pretty decent. Um, now, like any good horror movie, they don't show you enough scenes of the the shark or the monster in the trailers. Well, I thought, you got, I thought they did uh, they showed quite a bit. They, they showed some, but not a really good like profile shot of it or whatever. At least not in the ones I've seen. Yeah. So... I, I'm curious to see it. Curious to see more about it. Um, but yeah, I think he looks okay for now. That looks—that's pretty good. Practical shark. 
Yeah, see? Why don't we use that for more of the shots? Probably because it doesn't, it doesn't move. Well, it could. So, your classic, your classic man going in God's domain. Oh, yeah. And, and just the God complex on that, that character's... Like, they're setting you up to like and not like a lot of these characters very, very well early well, on in this movie. Hang on, Danny. Make sure we're still recording. I'm a little nervous here. Usually I can look right at it. Nah, yeah, we're good. Okay. To the dismay of our fans, we're still recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, scientists smoking in the lab. Like... You're trying to cure cancer as you're giving yourself a different type of cancer. Exactly. Um... So, one of the things, I think, like, there's a lot of flaws in this movie, and I feel like one of them is just in the procedure that we see in the C-Lab before everything terrible starts happening. Like, like Thomas James' character brings up how aggressive the, the sharks are being, and you see them attack the tunnel, and he has to fool one of the sharks just to get him in. Right. And then everyone's just like, okay, run some scans. We're doing things like normal. But see, you gotta... You gotta understand, uh, Dana, you know, I, I'm a maintenance man. Um, the, 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 soft, the soft-bellied, weak-handed guys up in the office, they don't listen to stuff. Like, they'll say, we need, we need this, we need that, uh, outlet moved over there. And I'll be like, that's not possible. And, and because of code and blah, blah, blah. They're like, we just want it done. I have a feeling, I relate to Thomas Jane in this scene. Well, sure. I mean, as, I a, as a maintenance guy at a nursing home, I have to get a lot of sharks. Prepped uh, yeah. by, by shoving things into their noggin? Actually, it'd probably make my day a little more interesting. <laughs> a lot of poop out of toilets, Daniel. I believe it. poop out of toilets. Um, so anyway, well, I just feel like, the, like you don't see the, the men in the, uh, the men in the suits here, other than Samuel Jackson's character. But I just feel like the, uh, the the scientists are all calling their shots, and at some point they should have been like, "This is bad. We're doing something wrong. We need to we need to readjust our procedures." I don't know. I think it's kind of it's kind of kind of flips the genre on its head, man. Because it's usually it's usually the scientists be like, "Hey, we need to stop," and it's the corporate people be like, "No, we're taking the xenomorphs back in." to get what they need so yeah it's kind of like so now it's the scientists that are willing to do the dangerous stuff I, I would it's kind of flipping the yeah, that is true that does, does does flip the script that that is a different kind of aspect to uh, to treat these types of movies where science goes terribly wrong actually I'll be honest with you I take back my opinion that is a good wig that's solid I mean you can tell it's a wig but I think you can only tell because we know what his hairline actually looks like. But it it fits his head all right. Okay. The shape of the head. I take it back. I, I was I was distracted by the uh, uh, the sweater vest. And I kept can't, couldn't help but thought, how many movies does Samuel Jackson wear a sweater vest? Does he wear one as glass? Maybe. Yeah, yeah you know glass. glass. I think so. Now I'd rock that tight collar around the neck. I, no freedom. Mm. I'd rock it. Mm -mm. Nope, I'm out on turtlenecks. Well, that's not a turtleneck. A anything that's that close to the throat, I'm out. Yeah. 
So what is it that they took out of the shark now? I, I, We're too busy bullshitting. Yeah, yeah, right? So early in the movie, they talk about withdrawing proteins, but they're talking about now, like, analyzing the neurons through the thing. Right, because that's um, what right. So, because that's what Alzheimer's right. is, right? So, you, you, it's basically just shutting the the electrical grid down in your brain. Mm-hmm. So the proteins refire. Yep, seems is, that way. Is that what we're going? Here? Yeah, I think that's what they're trying. They they poured their protein on the brain, and it worked like a marinade. Yeah, the Republicans are going to stop this. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't qualify. Is it Democrats or Republicans? That are what? That would stop this. Both. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Republicans because Bernie Ma- or Bernie Sanders. Celebratory <laughs> yep. cigarette, lost an arm. As uh, that looks bad, that that scene was awful. Really? Oh yeah, the effects there was like the chomping off the arm. What do you What do you mean, man? That looked terrible. Like it, like. It would take so much force to bite through and tear off an arm. Like, you, it didn't look like the teeth went through the way they needed to go through. And then it was just like, oh, pulled off like paper mache. Yeah, I would think that, like, um, like in, in the history of cinema, the, the, the classic move for an arm, like an armless man, or getting your arm ripped off, you just kind of take your shirt out of the sleeve and hang it down. Mm-hmm. But... You know, like you can know, like you can tell he's laying there. With, you think they'd come up with like a better, better, better way? Yeah, like you can even tell, like the, the blood and the gore looks looks bad. Like the 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 bit that's hanging off the arm. That's all right. It doesn't look real. That, that ain't bad, I guess. I mean, that's looks, fine. But like bad. when you can see like the ligaments and shit, like no, nah, it just looks awful. It looks like someone just put spaghetti on his arm. See, that's bad. You, you oh my god, that's terrible. Yeah, you can't scale water. Oh, wow, that water's awful. Have they gotten better at it, though? Like, they have to. Disaster movies. It, like, uh, what's the latest disaster movie? Uh, I'm sure The Rock's in it. Uh, San Andreas. Mm-hmm. What do we think of the water in that? they gotten better at it? Yeah, I think they're better. I mean, uh-huh. you can't get much worse than that water. Okay. Okay, so, to get on with our, uh, our fight, yeah, that's really bad. That looks like oh. a that looks like a cutscene from like a PS one video. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, we were in the right era for it, so you know. Uh, really, PS one? Uh, maybe PS two at that point. I played a PS one game. Was that the only game I played. It was like one, exactly one. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't uh, Metal Gear Solid, but it was similar. Uh, what's, what's another Metal Gear Solid type game? Siphon filter. Siphon filter. No wait, what's another one? Um, something about cells. Um, so, back to critiquing the plot. Why didn't they just let him shoot the shark? Uh, the, the scientists didn't want the shark to get killed because it's... It has, it holds, they need more samples. They didn't get enough samples. That was just, that was like a little bit, they need more. Sure, so did, did they extract all the sample from that shark that need, need, need it to regenerate? Because I feel like you just kill the shark, take all the samples of the animal, and please at that point. No, because once it's dead, once it's dead, not living, the, the tissue and the cells start dying. I mean, you may have a doctorate in, in this, 
But I have a PhD. They're different. Where are they now? In biology. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this is where me and you got into this argument. Mm-hmm. And is that I'm, I'm making the stance that this is an animal-based disaster movie because, A, there's more than one. Okay. The main opponent of the flick is the shark. The disaster is the sinking Sea Lab 2021, and the shark causes the Sea Lab to sink. Yeah, but I don't think that calls it a disaster movie. I think that still remains an animal horror. I think disaster has to be something natural, something on a larger scale. I mean, you're talking about destroying one building, not, you know. And and I I think, like, you you could have an argument here about the hurricane making it a disaster movie. No, 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 what? No, the hurricane is not... No, the hurricane... Mean you're gonna fight. There's no, there's no witnesses tonight, so you're screwed. Right. Uh, no, look, the hurricane causes nothing but this. This is the only thing the hurricane causes. So uh, True Blood's dad goes down. That's all that the hurricane. If you're that guy, what are you thinking right now? Uh, uh, I, I am, I am cussing at everything. Because you know. You know you can't you can't purposely drown because you got that oxygen mask on. Mm-hmm. And now, see, look, the, the shark, the shark causes the helicopter to crash into the sea lab. Yeah. It, yeah, it does. I'm not telling you you're wrong, but I just don't think the the disaster is a big enough scale to be a disaster movie. Like that big like, like feet-wise, what are we talking feet-wise? I, I think you got to have more than one building. There's multiple structures. It's it's still one thing, which is just the lab. I, I think for disaster, you got to have right, larger me, scale destruction. All right, at least a city block. Me and you got into an argument last night. <laughs> an argument about explosions. Uh huh. Would that explode? That would explode that like would that. Explode. Yeah, because the, that is. Fuel igniting. Okay, I came up with my excuse on why the helicopter in Mission Possible 1 would explode. Okay. So, the gum exploded. Mm-hmm. It caused Jean Reno to bring the helicopter up. The sparks from the blade caused the fuel source to uh, ignite. So that's plausible. Okay, thank you. I'll give you. I'll give you that one. That one's plausible. All right, thank you. But yeah, if you ever see... Well, ah, that CG's bad, too. Um, but if you ever see the fireball explosion, that is a gasoline explosion. Period. That's what a fireball explosion looks like. What is diesel? Uh, I th- don't think diesel explodes that way. I think diesel has a different explosion look. It's cleaner. It doesn't plume as much. Oh, no, plumage. Plumage is good. Yeah, because the the gasoline is... The, the fuels... The, the fumes ignite. Too bad we don't have Tyler in here. Tyler's a caterer. He could he could discuss the finer critique. <laughs> Lady loves luscious Jackson's uh, technique. James. James, sorry. Man, he really fits in that wetsuit, dude. Okay, see, right here. Right here. This is where disaster. This is mm-hmm. where this film becomes a disaster flick. And what causes it? Okay. Huh? So we got them all staring at nothing. No, Scar Scar's dead. True Blood's mm. dead. 
I mean, at this point, the shark's just a dick. Like, the shark's like, I could eat him, but you know what? Here. That man. I don't remember the CG being this bad. Oh yeah, the CG is terrible. I feel like I'm bashing on this film, but I, I genuinely like it. I just, I don't remember the CG. It must be your TV. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's your TV. Get better TV, Daniel. <laughs> We're podcasters now. Right. We're part of the internet that think that our opinion matters, so uh, get a better TV. Yeah. Can we also, like, take a look? So, so we're at the scene where the glass is breaking, um, and everyone cares about this douchebag, but there's a giant chunk of the glass that came flying out, this chunk, and it didn't shatter the window, but it's at least nine inches thick. Right. Like, it was massive, and the, win- the window didn't break. Only you would think nine inches is massive. For glass it is. Oh, um, how, how hard did that shark have to throw the, the scientist into it? Well, it was already, the structure was already weakened. You know how... Okay, so, say you got, like, a... Say you're holding, like, a frame, like a picture frame, yeah? Yeah. And a glass, and you just kind of hold it, and you just kind of twist it, you can hear the you can hear the glass break and creak and weaken, but sure. there's no visible there's no visible uh, uh, damage. Then you just tap it and spider bangs. Right. But a helicopter crashing basically the shark knew that. It's a good shark. It's, it's an <laughs> eight thousand pound genetic elephant mako shark. Uh huh. Yeah. The, the, the plot it's, it's flawless, man. I don't know how many times. We watch a movie here. I have to point out that these movies are flawless. Uh huh. That's a good wig. Do you think his wig probably fell off in that flood if it was real? Uh, yeah, probably. But also, they're like. Well, what are they doing when they wind that up? What's that doing? Uh, powers it. Yeah. Yeah, because it's you don't have electricity running to all of them, um, uh, all the phones at the same time. Uh, so you crank it to power it. You know what? Uh, you know what phone I had as a kid in my bedroom? No. Uh, they sold them everywhere. It was it was mid. It was like one of those like uh, uh, like Sky Mall before Sky Mall type stores. Mm, mm-hmm. And it was it was made to look like a submarine phone. Oh neat. Did you have one of those? No. Yeah. No. Uh, um, I uh, inherited my sister's old Nickelodeon phone when I when I moved into her room. Old Nickelodeon phone. It was just like this Nickelodeon like candy colored. Phone that had like a Nickelodeon splash on it. You know what? Uh, you know what phone we had at the house that that looking back on it was complete shit and garbage was uh, the the transparent plastic phone with the neon light that goes around it. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Form way over function on yeah. those. Look, all right. If someone is genuinely listening to this commentary, comment and say. Don't just say yes or no. Yes, disaster film. No, Daniel's wrong. <laughs> uh, yes or no. That's all you guys say. Yes. Let, let, yes, let us know your opinion. Disaster movie, animal horror, somewhere in between. No, no, no. Yes, disaster film. No, Daniel's wrong. That's all you gotta put. That seems fair. Sure. Sure, fair. That's what you wanna call it. This is where I, I think... I think this is where I... I felt that we hit the, like, video game territory. You know what I mean? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I mean, looking at the map, I mean, it's just... 
So, so one of my problems with, with this type of thing is it's just a rinse and repeat of a lot of uh, space movies. You have the situation, they're isolated for whatever reason, and there's a monster in the space station, sea station, whatever we have now, and they're trying to deal with with the structure failing and the outside is toxic. Like, underwater movies and space movies just have so much in common. Ooh, that that probably hurt. That that would hurt. uh, This scene here, I'm a maintenance guy at a nursing home, Daniel. I don't think I've ever mentioned that. Oh, no, not once. I had had to uh, change a receptacle, an outlet, Mm -hmm. because they're from the 70s and uh, they get worn out of and it takes me about five minutes, maybe less, to do it. Sure. One of the residents was watching it, was watching this movie. Mm. So uh, I took about forty-five minutes to change that. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that. Yeah. I uh, I used to work for the, the cable company, and uh, um, when I would be installing uh, uh, TV, fixing TV or whatever, repairs would always take longer if there was something interesting playing on the television. So would you? Would you... That's ridiculous. What? The, 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 Classic video game trope, man. Like, how many times do you see where, like, the steam coming out of the pipe, you gotta jump? Yeah, video game trope, 100%. This, is Rennie, this is Rennie Harlan's secret homage to video games. It could be, is that but in there's our... so much pressure under the door that the rivets are blowing out before the door fails. I'm sorry, the rivets are welded in place. That's... That is ridiculous. Um, trapped in the water or trapped in space? Uh, oof. Uh, trapped... I think it depends on the other nature. I, I would I would probably say trapped underwater because at least if you get sucked out, you have a chance of surviving. No, you're in the depth. There, there's more pressure underwater than there is in space. You have a 0% chance of survival if you, you got get about 30, sucked. You got about 30 seconds. You don't have that. Yeah, you do. Seriously. Oh, Neil deGrasse Tyson said it. He don't lie. It's not a matter of holding your breath. It's a matter of like... If you push uh, all the oxygen out of your lungs, mm-hmm. you can you can exist out in space for 30 seconds. And then things tend to go shit sideways. But if you're, if you're four miles underwater... And you get ejected out, you're you're crushed instantly. Yeah, like I think it's certain death, regardless. But water, you can you can try and tread, and you can hope that you're not four miles underneath. If you are if you are ten feet into space, you're done for. I'm saying, I'd rather be space because uh, the creatures underwater, like the oceans, terrifies me. I don't like the, the water doesn't scare me. It's the animals underneath. Like I don't and like yeah, the classic sharks terrify me. But just underwater creatures terrify. I don't like them. Mm. We don't need them. Get rid of them. I say. Yeah, uh, underwater creatures can be very scary, um, especially when you start talking about like weird stuff like the cuttlefish and the sea cucumber. Weird, weird evolution underwater. But if you survive the space, you have a much cooler story. Yeah, but more obstacles to jump through because you have to survive re-entry, and that always has a whole slew of problems that movies never accurately represent. As a maintenance guy, that fire extinguisher sign—that that's that's good. That's a good detail. I put a lot of those up. Mm. 
good detail. So, you're really good about telling us where things are shot. Do you think this is on set? Do you think they built this? Do you think... What do you think is going on here? Oh, yeah. Where do you think they're at? Easily a set. They probably... Alright, they probably... Oh, man, I'd be inter- I'd be interested to know. Oh, so, so anyway, in the plot, they just the uh, the lady who gets in her underwear later in the film, she just admitted that uh, the blonde, the dude, uh, True Blood's dad, her and True Blood's dad, they broke the the not the Geneva Convention, but the some sort of ethics code that was signed by countries for genetic testing. They broke it too, uh, and. And the fear. So there's two fears going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they get they're they have to go. They're stuck underwater, so that they're sinking. So they're facing drowning. They're facing the attacking of the shark. Also. That's three. Those as, counting at home. Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> I haven't been to sleep, man. I've been up for. <laughs> I'm not used to that. I, I love my sleep. If I had a, if gun to my head, and the guy said you get to pick one for the rest of your life, sleep or sex. Sleep all day. I love sleep. I'm not. I'm not a dude that can go without sleep. Like you guys, you and Snyder and all of them and Cody, you guys, you guys, you guys are up at like four in the morning and you guys get like four hours. Fuck. I I love sleep. So th- this is not. This is like a big deal for me. Okay. I, I'm really wired on energy drinking medicine. I, I get that because when I forget to sleep, I also forget how to count to three. Yeah, well, I'm not very smart. Either. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Oh, 8,000 pounds. Excuse me. I said 800. I said 800 pounds. Um, so anyway, so these guys are facing... So they broke the Geneva... Co- not the Geneva Code, but whatever. Uh, so they broke the, some sort of ethics code. They made... They, they, they tampered with the natural evolution of these creatures and made them highly smart, highly evolved. Um, so they're facing drowning. They're facing the water. They're facing... Well, I guess that's drowning. They're facing sharks. Uh-huh. Uh, also... They, as Thomas Jane pointed out, they're facing uh, these man-made creatures getting out into the uh, the the wilderness populace. Which, as a doctorate, Daniel, you'll know, uh, any foreign creature put out into an ecosystem, what happens? Uh, an invasive species in an ecosystem, and that ecosystem's just done for. Some say the human race is an invasive system. We should write a movie. They never use that plot. Right? Never, never. Never. The humans is a disease. I would almost have to say that uh, I'd be interested to uh, if you could borrow if I could borrow this movie from you. Do you have it here at the at the, the Great Lakes Avengers headquarters here? Uh, no, we have it at the uh, North Avengers headquarters. Are you visiting them anytime soon? Uh, next Monday, I believe. I'd be genuinely interested in uh, seeing the special. I'm guessing it, I'm guessing this is probably a set because of the water. Because if it was just a standard location, you wouldn't have the ability to contain the water. That's fair. It's just uh, the part that makes me wonder, not this part, this part here. This could easily be, like, the basement of some place. Is there with, steam, with some set dressing. steam like that ever happen? Or is that a movie convention? I feel like that's a movie convention because if steam is leaking out for something, one, yeah, yeah it, would, it would hurt. Yeah. And two... Something has catastrophically failed, which obviously something has here, but something... There's a big problem that seems to be addressed. Okay, so right here, uh, the plan was to go down and then up. They were going to use a submersible two at a time to go up to get to the top. Clearly, 
Did you think the sharks did it or the like? I always growing up and watching this for some reason, I always thought like the sharks got that. For some like reason. The, the sharks knew that they were going to use the submarine yeah, to like try and get out. I don't know. Was that not? Was that not implied? I maybe. I think it was more from the explosion. Seems more likely, yeah. but um, yeah, it's, it seems pretty ridiculous that you just can't dump that thing into the water at this point. You're ridiculous. You know, sometimes those striped pants are ridiculous. The, the striped pants are a little much. I'll, I'll agree with that. Wait, I have a cool trivia fact about that submersible. Okay. Hang on, I'm, I'm scrubbing through my memory banks here. Of what what that was. Okay. Okay. So, so while you're looking for that, no, no, it's in my it's in my memory. Baby. Okay. I'm just trying to remember it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, where do we think this water's coming from? The ocean. Right. So, the, if you remember the scene that we get, um, glass breaks, water floods, and then water starts flooding, and we had this giant tidal wave of water coming in. Why is there four feet of standing water in this room? And why is it not 100% flooded? Because... Because... Wa- I can't believe that bird died. That bum me That does bum me I'm going to be pissed if that dog dies in May. <laughs> I don't... I don't think you can. But... I don't, I don't think they will. No, okay, um, but if you're interested, there's I, a website I believe for you. this. If, I believe you. If you said, if you said the dog would die, I believe you. you good. So, so, if you ever have that question about any movie, www.com DoesTheDogDie.com. It will list every movie with a dog in it, and it'll tell you whether the dog dies or not. So you can be prepared for successful for these things. Oh, I, hey, I finally just remembered my 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 brain. Oh I, yeah, I, I just remembered. Uh-huh. It. Um, I'm a little tired, so it takes me a while to recall it. Sure. The uh, orange colored min- mini sub visible in the wet entry area was the same mini sub seen in the in the Spear 1998 Sphere. Excuse me, not Spear. Sphere. Oh. Also starring Samuel Jackson. Huh. You think he it, walked on set and was like, "Hey, I, I don't know." Oh yeah. Uh, it could be. It could be like, "Oh, hey, do you need one of those? I got one in the trunk." Because I know, I know David Fincher when he was filming Fight Club, he there was a car in the background. He goes, "I didn't recognize that car," and it was a prop car from. It even had the plates still on it from the game, his previous movie. Interesting. So I wonder if he recognized the. How pra- how practical is this? You okay? Uh, how big of balls would you have? Would you would you just be like, I'm just gonna fucking just drown or effing drown? There's no way. He's like, like we're just gonna have to we're just gonna have to make a swim for it. No way, man. Yeah, no way. I mean, unless you're Thomas uh, Jane. Well, yeah, Thomas Jane can make it. Cause but, he does that fancy. What do you mean, shark shark yoga? Can, can, can we pause for a moment and just? How ridiculous the scene is! Okay, so L uh, Cool J is in the, the the oven at this point, and the shark that previously broke easily a foot of glass. Earlier, that wasn't that one. Still, uh, is having a trouble breaking through the door. So the shark, either accidentally or intentionally, turns on the gas. And how? ridiculous is this my dad had a problem with this scene because he's hitting metal with metal and that gas is flowing in yeah there would be a spark there at some point well I, I buy that man because he's got a bigger area to hit to break the big glasses if he can't let's see like, he finally got it 
There's water in his eyes, man. There's one? water in his eyes. Yeah, man. I think, I think we're genetically solved for that. Like, I think evolution has taken care of that problem. No, when they, when they made him smarter, like, when you, when you add to something, you have to take something away. Oh, right. right. So, your ability to see underwater... I always hated these. I, I always hated this in movies. This, I never bought this at all. Oh yeah, that lighter's out. As soon as he throws it, that lighter is out. And as much gas... Being, being, being this guy. As much gas that, that would cause that explosion, he would have been dead. Oh no. Really? Yeah? Oh no. no. For, for If we timed... Because that scene, there's no cut in that scene. We could time how long that gas was on. And I, I, I may have told the story on the podcast before... But I have set myself on fire with a gas uh, oven before. I don't mean to interrupt you. Do you buy that the water's murky? We might make it. Did, would, would you buy that? The water is murky? No. Wait, so they're in a lagoon, yeah? Yeah. The they're not in the ocean? And they're only 230 feet deep, I guess. So this is a scene my friend was like, hey, watch this. This is really cool. With no context. I had no context. I didn't right. know it was a shark movie. All I saw was this, and he's like, "Get really close," because high def. It was like you know, like the original high def TVs that had like the the, the five foot back on the TV. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was that. Like, I hated those always. You never see the picture. Never understood the appeal for yeah. them. Yeah. So this is a great scene. What's coming up here? We've got um, a lot of stuff going on. So anyway, like I said, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I have set myself on fire once with a gas oven. And and easily the gas was on for as long as LLG Cool J had the gas on. Yeah. And and all I got was a fireball that singed my arms and singed my eyebrows. Okay. Yeah. Sorry for the pause here. We all have to appreciate Samuel L. Jackson. What a fantastic actor. Like, everything he does, he just demands attention. And I think this scene was just so incredibly shocking. I remember my jaw dropping. And I, I even think I explained watching it with my folks. Like, are you fucking kidding me? So, the idea of a wetsuit is to keep you warm, right? Protect you against the elements? Uh, also to seal you, I believe. So what's like a sleeveless wetsuit going to do for you? I don't think other than, other really. than look badass. Yeah, I think a sleeveless wetsuit is is pretty useless. I used to have a... I used to have a... Oh, well, I mean, I still do, but I used to... In high school, I did the news. Uh, the high school news. I used to uh, put film clips in... Until I got in trouble by the principal. <laughs> but uh, I put this one in there. Mm-hmm. And, uh... So, well, Samuel, you're Samuel L. Jackson. Oh. You're Samuel L. Jackson. What's going through your mind? That... You, you, oh. You're like, we're gonna... We're gonna... Work together, and all of a sudden, you hear something coming from... What's going... And then you feel... I always wondered that. Well, at what point do you die? Well, I is, think I know here. Like, is he dead? I mean, he's dead here, yeah. Oh, uh, probably, yeah. Are, 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 no, are you alive? As you do, you feel the other shark. Are you still alive when the other shark comes? Uh, I I think you are. I, I if you are not dead, you are in shock. So you're you're not there. So I, you're still alive. When you're not there. 
Yeah, I think but, you're you're gone. But you're alive when he grabs you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's going through your head? I I, I think uh, the only thing that can go through your mind is oh fuck, and and then choose your prayer to the divine. Because I I wanted to bring this up because there's a couple because as of recording, uh, Meg hasn't come out yet. We haven't seen it. Not yet. The, but there's a scene in the trailer where a couple people get eaten whole. Because, I mean, it's a megalodon. Right. So, are you in, like, the belly? Are you still alive? And you're like... Or are you... I mean, because they don't have... Yeah. Do they have stomach acid? Uh, yeah, I believe so. So, you... I, I think everything that has a stomach has some sort of enzyme that dissolves their food. So, so you're alive in there, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like that scene from Anaconda. When, uh, that, that swallowed the, the oh, dude whole. And oh, yeah, he, Owen Wilson. Was, was he alive in there, though? Was it Owen Wilson? Owen Wilson, yeah. yeah. was an old guy. No, it was Owen Wilson. Okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, he was, yeah, because he came out alive. No, oh, oh, you mean at the end that was John Voight. Uh, yeah, well, John Voight got swallowed, too. Yeah. It, so, yeah. You, so you're just, well, I guess, I suppose, I suppose you wouldn't be alive, too, now. I guess you would drown. Well, yeah, you drown, you suffocate, but, but I think, you, yeah, you're in there getting pummeled by enzymes and, and dissolved. So there's no way you could be swallowed, like, hold on to something, to like a gill? And then he goes up for another bite and somehow throw yourself out? I think it would have to be very quick, and you would have to have superhuman reflexes. You think Samuel L. Jackson could do it? I believe Samuel L. Jackson could. Samuel L. Jackson's character, obviously not. What about Thomas Jane? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think Punisher could probably do that. Yeah. Did you like Thomas Punisher? Fantastic. You think he's better uh, than John Bernthal? Uh, I don't know about better, but I think he was, they were both damn good Punishers. I like John Bernthal's haircut, though. John Barenthal did a fantastic job. And his hair. That's great. three. Skin fade, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I like hair, man. So this also... Oh, okay, he's locking the door. That that can happen. Um, but why did this room just flood? Suddenly. Because There was just this eruption they, of water for the, no reason. Because, well, we're talking about highly important stuff, but uh, the dude from Metro had said, uh, if we open this door, we depressurize this room. Basically, you know, like when you take like a, when you put like a cup in water. Right, right, okay. It, but yeah, you the, tilt the, it sideways. I get you. Yeah, yeah, so that's basically what they did. Okay. And, and you with your, your PhD. Thank you. It's different uh, than a doctor. Yes. Um. Costs less, but more years. <laughs> um, do you think that would actually happen? Because I don't think it would. I don't think... Even with a, a structurally failed room, that the door opening would would cause that kind of depressurization like that. Why? I just feel like that isn't how physics work. Like, I feel like if the room pressure was that unstable, it would have broken when they came in, or it was it would um, uh, have already been broken. Well, remember the the structure after they came in, the structure shifted again. That's when. Okay. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and probably by that. I don't know how many times I got to tell you this. My PhD is in biology, not physics. Oh, that's close enough. So I think I can point. <laughs> They're both ologies. That's true. <laughs> this right here, complete video game level, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and this is the, kind of the point that I was trying to make with the, the, the kitchen, that this room is now filling with the entirety of the lagoon. 
um, it, the, the way that water should function. How how does it? How why is that? I still want to know why that kitchen isn't flooded entirely. Like okay, wait, real quick. Do scuba divers actually use that knife? I mean, you see them in like Joe GI Joes have them. You see them in like drawings and stuff. Scuba divers really have that boot knife. I mean, it's a cool image. I would assume so that you would. That, that, I mean, it's just a, a trope enough that yeah, you would have. What what's the practice? Why would a scuba diver need that? Um, I think it's when you get caught on something. Uh, like if you get caught with like kelp or seaweed that's tangled around you in some way, you could cut the kelp or seaweed off of you. Okay. I, th I think that would be the practical application of it. Uh, not opening a door, though, I don't feel like that would have realistically happened. No, I don't know. I use, I use my knife to do stuff like that. You, you jam open uh, six-inch large concrete doors. Yeah, sometimes I don't like the residue, so I hide them behind there, and then the boss comes in, and I got open doors. <laughs> This must be like Rennie Har- are you a fan of Rennie Harlan? Uh, I don't know who that is. And he's a director. Oh, okay. Um, uh, he did, uh, he did this movie, obviously. Mm -hmm. He did the second Die Hard, Die Hard again. No, okay. what is it? Die, Die Hard. Uh, Die Harder. Mm -hmm. He did that one. He did Nightmare on Street 4. Okay. He did a, a Mindhunters. He just did one. He just did a, a movie this year, last year. That I was like, I was like, I really like this movie. I wonder who did it. And I found out it was really Harlan. And I thought he was ran out of Hollywood. Hang on, let me find out who it was. Why'd he get run out of Hollywood? His movies haven't been doing very good. Mm. Uh, oh, he did Cliffhanger? Oh, Cliffhanger. I enjoyed Cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, le oh, Legend of Hercules. The one that wasn't The Rock. Okay. Uh, what was the one that I watched the other day? I thought it was good. Okay, so... Oh, he did Cutthroat Island. That was one of the reasons why he got rid of Hollywood. I don't know anything about Cutthroat Island. Well, it's like one of the worst movies ever made. Really? Is that Gina, Gina Davis? Yeah, no, I never heard Alright, so... Again, this... This tunnel unexplicably just stopped filling. No, no, no. Okay, okay, so... Water naturally will will find its own level. Yeah. Okay. So the the what what do you want to call this? What do they call it? The aquatica? It's not constantly sinking. It's it's sinking. It it, it becomes structurally sound. It, it levels out, gets weakened again, and sinks again. So once it so it the water fills up, finds its level, the structure stops, and then it starts sinking again and that's when the water rises again. Yeah, but we have a hole in the side of the thing, and all the water of the lagoon is rushing into this thing from somewhere. If water is filling from anywhere, something has to stop it. They're above that hole right now, though. They're not below that hole, they're above it. So they're above the water line. Right, but there still should be water coming in. There's, yeah, there is. And, and okay, and LL Cool J See? just... Look, it's still going Okay. It sure looked like it stopped. And it still looks like it's kind of stopped. Um, but, yeah, so we have the chef, and we have the flooded kitchen we established earlier, and he is several floors higher than all of this going on. No, this isn't the same floor as the kitchen. 
He's gone up. Has he? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, man, we have not watched a movie that isn't rock solid. <laughs> uh, sure. Stairs are flooded. Why are the stairs flooded but nothing else? Well, a lot of these structures, a lot of these pathways are, are sectioned off. Yeah, but... You know, like in a submarine where it's like, oh, the engine room's flooded, lock it down. Sure. But, like, that makes sense, but he knows the stairs are flooded, presumably because he opened them? No, and no, that ruins no, no, the compartment. No, no, remember? He was walking up with the bird on his shoulder and he said yeah. shit and the water came back down? Yeah. So, so there was no door to open. Okay, so at that point, the place should still be flooded and that was on the same floor the kitchen was on. Ah, he's explaining it right now. See, basically I'm the redhead right now and you're Thomas Jane, which I don't like. I don't think you're Thomas Jane. So, Aww, so you're, you're, you're basically like... <laughs> So you're basically like, well, what about this? And I'm like, dude, trust me. So it's like life entertaining art. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. But you remember what I said when at the very beginning that people who say, "Hey, I'm trustworthy." There's there's a dildo. Are. There's a dildo comment in here. This seems like an odd place for it. You don't remember it? No, I don't. It's been a long time since I've seen this movie. I think it's like right here. They're looking for batteries. He doesn't have good. Right here. <laughs> all right, all right, uh, and that would be a vibrator. Yeah. The difference. Yeah. Yeah, the difference. All right, so yeah, I, I, I still just the skin is hemorrhaging. No, starting to hemorrhage. <laughs> For those of you sitting at home. I'm bleeding. Right. <laughs> but he he speaks in doctor terms. There's nothing wrong with having a well-educated man. It's Thomas Jane, for Christ's sake. Sure, sure. I just I, I always find those kind of comments weird your, in the your, script. Your epidermis like, is showing? Yeah. yeah. It's just that kind of thing, like, you don't need to go that far. So supposedly this is actually how this was taken from an actual uh, of how I think Einstein actually described relativity. He L O Cool J did up though. Yeah. That kind of. I spent four years at Caltech, and that's the best physics explanation I've ever heard. Caltech, a good school. Uh, it, everyone in every movie goes there, so I would assume so. Is that what the Big Bang guys go to? I, I know. I know you're a fan. I I have seen. Less than one full episode of Big Bang Theory, so I'm gonna go with yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. I know you're a big. In the vein of like Will Smith doing songs for the movies he's in, mm -hmm. LL Cool J did a song for this. Oh, did he? Yeah. Was uh, it good? Well, Daniel, let me let me read you some of the lyrics. Okay. All right. Let me read you some of the lyrics here. Um, are, are you searching your memory banks for them? I am. You know, the last time you searched your memory banks, it seemed awfully like you were reading something. That's how I was taught to talk. Oh, right. Yeah. So I do expect this to be done in a rapper's cadence, just so you know. If I knew a cadence, we knew that would. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a well-educated man, folks. Nothing wrong. 
So, so no, go ahead, go oh, ahead. No, nope, no, I was, I was gonna fill with air here. No, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm still searching my riverbank. Oh, so. uh, okay. So I feel like this, like all of the scenes are like they're trying to do more characterization, which is always good. But that's what that that the, dildo adds depth to that character. Yeah, I definitely hate him more. Um, what? That's actually not a bad thing. They need batteries. Sure, sure. Um, I mean, just the com- only, the way he makes that like, comment. You're only gonna get like double A's. Like, plus, that's not that's not good technique. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna hemorrhage using that technique. But yes, there's that that's definitely that. And again, here we have a mostly flooded tunnel with water rushing into it, presumably from the the lagoon. Okay, so in the vein of Will Smith doing a song for when did that stop? I want to bring that back. Uh, Men in Black Two. No, one was Wild Wild West. Uh, maybe it was Wild Wild West. They did one for Wild Wild West, he did one for Men in Black 2, he did one for the first Men in Black. And I don't think he did any more of them. What if he did one for Suicide Squad? I'd be into that. Yeah. Uh, I Am Legend. I would... That'd be weird. That would be weird, but I could get behind that. Yeah. So, <clears throat> the song's called Deepest Bluest. Oh boy. Okay. <clears throat> uh, my hat is like a shark's fin. Deepest bluest, my hat is like a shark's fin. Repeat five times. Oh boy, okay. Man-made terror, hungry jaws of death, y'all don't cross my depths, I'll pause your breath, I cause you to sink down 40,000 leagues, bleeding to death with no arms and short sleeves, my world's deep blue, killers gotta eat too. Yeah! If you didn't know we were white, you'd know now. There was no rhythm in my voice at all. Not at all. Oh. They switched my DNA, tripped me in the cool J. That ain't bad. That's kind of cool. Uh, okay. That's kind of cool. Oh, he works his name in again. Lost your scuba gear. The killer's cold-blooded. His name's LL. That doesn't rhyme at all. Not all, not all songs at the rhyme. Uh, no, I suppose not. I'm gonna go out and say that this one, not one of his best songs. Let us know in the comments what your favorite LL Cool J song is. This is the the post art they use in the Netflix queue. Isn't that like a what they what the millennials call the derpy face? Isn't that Sharkboy gets doing the derpy face? Yeah, a little bit, a little yeah. bit of derp face on that one. What does that mean? Uh, like, uh, uh, you don't look too bright. Oh, so fuck. I just have to look in the mirror to see the dirt. Pretty much, yeah. Fuck. Especially after uh, a couple days of no sleep. Deepest, bluest, my hat is like a shark's fan. Yeah, don't mind me. I gotta gotta see if we're still recording here. I I get nervous sometimes. Still recording, we're good. Alright. We're good, we're good. Yep, so we have the microphone uh, pointed in kind of an odd direction, so we have to no, do these checks every once in a while. It's an omnidirectional microphone. I got it in the omni position. Oh, okay. Yeah. Since we're at the Great Lakes uh, site, I don't have I don't have the good back computer that we, we usually record on. That's true, that's true. Just the zoom. <laughs> zoom one. 
uh, here we have the ominous switch that switches green lights to red lights. Wouldn't salt water ruin electrics? You'd think so, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because salt's a good conductor. How long can you hold your breath? A minute and a half. I never liked this. This always looked bad. Oh, wow. He didn't even try and move. So Thomas Jane would be getting shocked right now. Oh, yeah. He'd be dead. The shark would be dead. Actually, that's bad. That looks... That looks like a PS4. That doesn't even look like that. Holy shit. That's... Actually, water's not a good conductor. Because you can't really... Fight. It just spread. I mean, it conducts electricity, but it, it spreads it... It just dissipates throughout the whole thing. Sure, but the, the, the issue is the salt. Yeah. Uh, the salt is a fantastic conductor. It's also tasty. How long... So anyway, how long could you hold your breath? Uh, about a minute and a half, if I absolutely had to. Really? Yeah. What year? I don't know. I try, like, whenever I'm watching these kind of movies, I always try to hold my breath. I've <laughs> done that a few times yeah, too. I can never do it. Curious to see when I would be dead. Yeah. I would have been, I would have been the dude that got thrown through the window. Got my arm ripped off. That would have been me. Oh, because you be smoking in the uh, shark's face? I wouldn't smoke in the sh- Oh, yeah. I don't smoke. Have you ever smoked? No. You ever wanted to? Yes. Cigarettes? Yes. Okay. Yeah. What, what made so, you uh, want to? Uh, so, so, funny story. Um, uh, all my folks smoked for a very long time. Uh, my All of my friends smoke. Uh, at do least think, all of them did. Do you think that did. was a three-quarter length wetsuit, or she like brought it up to be fashionable? I think she brought it up to be fashionable. Okay, sorry. I, uh, uh, anyway, so I, a lot of my friends used to smoke, and... Um, uh, uh, I in in when I am exceptionally stressed, I will crave a cigarette. Like smokers crave a cigarette, yeah. and I have never smoked in my life. I've just been around secondhand a lot. I uh, my ex girlfriend once had pissed her off really bad that she bought a carton of cigarettes, or not not carton of packs. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I used to carry one in my uh, uh, used to have a pack in my car, yeah, uh, just in case. Um, I stop that practice, but would you vape? Uh, I no, I don't think I see. I, I don't know if I would. Vaping just isn't as cool looking. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's it's uh, smoking's not really cool looking either. But like, I don't understand. No, it's cool, it's cool looking. I mean, come on, Humphrey Bogart, classic. Come on, dude, picture picture me, picture me in a fedora, mm-hmm. silhouette. Yeah. Maybe maybe in black and white you can you can get away with it, but this is good for an audio podcast. Daniel, look at what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think one of the things with the like the smoking is that anymore, I I, I do not like the the black guy joke in horror movies. It was oh. funny. He just said, "I'm done. Brothers never make it out of these situations." Oh yeah. I'm tired of the black guy in the film being either referred to by a white person as a token black guy or himself as the token it's a joke that I feel like was maybe funny once and I don't want to hear it no more yeah it's, it's a pretty tiring joke I mean the some of Plus, these older it, racially charged things is are just it even not true? funny um because everyone talks about ever like all during the eighties during the horror craze, you know, slasher craze, uh, PTAs and the government was all talking about the sexism in that movie, how women were mistreated. 
Who was the last survivor in all those movies? The women. Yep, absolutely. So were black guys always the first one dead? I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, see, I, don't uh, I don't. I don't. I can. I have a hard time thinking of ones where they they make it out alive. All right. Um, I, I know there is one. Uh, the I was just I think it's House on Haunted Hill. Um, oh yeah, the, two the survivors. Remake, the remake. The remake. Yeah, there's yeah, two survivors: yeah. a woman and an African Omar, Omar Epps and yeah, uh, the, the chick from Final Destination. Chris Kattan was in the movie. Yeah. Jeffrey Rush. They used the Hulk coaster as the Hulk coaster. It's not the Hulk coaster anymore because uh, Disney bought out Marvel. So. That's that movie has one of the scariest scenes of all horror movies ever. And it's the the flicker projector of the dude dribbling the basketball. I have to rewatch it. Oh, that thing is absolutely terrifying. So we've seen we've seen these sharks do some pretty amazing things. This seems like a really crappy place to hide. That seems like that oh, shark yeah. would just jump up and snag you. Oh, one hundred percent. I I with the established canon. This this shark should have just murdered her there. But maybe that that almost seems small. Maybe this is the baby. It could be Gen, the Gen Two, which is supposed to be the smaller one, right? The newest one. Yeah, or maybe it's on depression pills, so it's not as angry. Could be. So, so this is this is the scene. So the, she's friends with the writer. She did not like this scene at all. She got really mad at the writer. But it kind of makes sense, yeah. I I I mean it's a is. I don't see it as like like a feminine weakness thing because I mean you need to have the the wetsuit to insulate. But isn't she kind of wearing rubber shoes though? Rubber yeah. solid shoes? I don't think so. Those look like just like socks. I suppose oh. I, I suppose her point was yeah that's not good. Oh, it's CG's bad. Yeah, like the chick, the chick CG. Mm-hmm. The, the girl CG sharks with. Oh right, yeah. No, I suppose her argument was because I'm sure the writer was like, "Hey, uh, you, you have to take your wetsuit off because it insulates. Like you have to, duh." But I think her argument was, "You can literally write anything. Just write me to do something else. Don't put me in this situation where this situation makes sense." Yeah. So I think they got into like a huge fight, and she didn't talk to him. But like I said. Uh, I think it was Daybreakers, that vampire movie was the next one. Okay. I, I, th- uh, I think. Th- wait, uh, you know what? Uh, Daybreakers, that's the one with uh, Liam, uh, not Liam, it's Willem Dafoe. Yeah, and, you, you uh, know okay. what? Let me, let me scour my, my brain here and I'll tell you what it was. Sure. Uh, so anyway, as we were talking about this a little bit earlier, but I think, like, the that makes for a really kind of, I don't know, prissy actress, in my opinion. Like, the, uh, um... Like, I understand not wanting to do nude scenes. You, you, you would have to be a certain kind of person to be willing to go naked in front of a million people. Uh, and I get that. But there's nothing there that was super sexualified. There wasn't anything there that was was sexist, in my opinion. And she wasn't naked. Like, I don't think she has a whole lot of room to, to complain. Well, I, think... uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with the scene that was put in there. I think it was more the fact that it was more vulnerable on set. Cause I'm sure there's a bunch of just stereotypical chubby, greasy grips 
who was never on set, and all of a sudden during this day, it was a full set, and she had to be. This is weird. And, and that's Usually, possible. You, and that's possible. This is I weird. Agree with that. We're flipping the script. Usually, you're the feminist, like here. <laughs> I, I am 100% supporting uh, uh, female equal rights and all. Perfect that. creature. That's what it was. Oh, okay. I just remembered. Uh, mm. Yeah, so, no, I'm 100% supporting of, of, of female rights. Uh, my thing is that for entertainment purposes, like for movies and things, you have to have a certain matter of professionalism when it comes to the scenes and the actors and director's visions. Uh, like last, uh, after the podcast, we, we stuck around and talked about Hugo Weaving a little bit. And to me, in the these kind of scenes, the actors are professionals. They need to have a professional... Um, uh, a professionalism with the job they're asking being done. They aren't the directors, they aren't the producers, they aren't the writers. They're the actors. Your job is to come in and create the actors, directors, producers, writers' vision come true. And you shouldn't be one to argue with their artistic vision. Because that's what your job is, is to create the artistic version. Unless you're Tom Cruise. Yeah, unless you're Tom Cruise. I mean, now, I, I am 100% for employees coming out to their bosses and be like, hey, I have an opinion on this. Like, I think she she had completely has the right to go, hey, writer. Oh, did you I, see I the cable want... that opened up that door? I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, no, I totally missed that. Okay, sorry, go, go ahead. I, didn't mean to anyway, I think she totally has a right to say, hey, writer, I don't want to do the scene. And then the writer should take that into consideration. Um, but in the end, if the writer, director, and producer all go, no, this scene is important for the artistic vision of the film, then yeah, I think it's ridiculous that she wouldn't do any more movies with that with that writer. I think that's, that's I mean, it's her prerogative. She's an actor. She can take whatever job she wants. I think but. she's friends with the guy, though. Okay. I, th- I think, I don't know. I, dude, I think I Mandela mu- uh, affect myself on this. Okay. I swear, I swear I remember someone getting attacked underwater here. But, but all three, I know how all three of these, first, uh, Lady Loves Luscious Jackson doesn't die here, Thomas Jane doesn't, and I know where that girl dies, so I think I Mandela mu- uh, oh, myself. Spoilers? Sorry. Dang, now we know she dies from this, uh, this, uh, 20 year old movie? 17 year old movie? You know I can't do that. Uh, what is it? 99? Uh, 99 so, Yeah, so 19 year old movie. Who do you think did this better? Ace Ventura or this movie? Oh, Ace Ventura. Yeah. Ace Ventura, 100%. Alright. Now, what are you thinking? Like, what's going through your head now? You're above water, you're sitting in a shark's mouth. What's I, going through your head? I, 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 I again go back with what I think every single time, which is, oh fuck. Do you have enough cognizance to stab that dude in the? If it was immediate, no. But I think he 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 panicked for an appropriate amount of time. I feel like. Yeah. Because that's what you're supposed to do if you're attacked by a shark. You're supposed to punch it in the nose. Yeah, lower cross though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think of the shark in that movie? Uh, I don't really remember it, so I'm going to go with with not memorable. Yeah. And again, I want to point out, being inconsistent with their own canon, the the shark clamped down and bit through that guy's arm in seconds. 
and and tore the other guys apart by clamping down and shaking their head and they're done for. He shouldn't have a leg. He should be done. What if you know how you know how sometimes like uh, Siegfried and Roy, like which one got hurt, Roy? Well, uh, yeah, I think it was Roy. The, okay. the, gay, the gay one, right? Uh, yes. The both. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, they 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 said don't be mad at the tiger. It was just wanting to play. You know the shark was just like, hey guys, I'm the nice one. Could be maybe maybe it's uh you know just pull you know they're just pulling, pulling his leg. leg. Uh, uh, huh? Yeah, we're lonely in this room. <laughs> uh, who, who do you think's cooler, Thomas Jane or Jason Statham? Like, as far as shark killers, like, shark badasses go. Uh, I'm going to go with Jason Statham. You motherfucker. Get out of your own apartment. Hey. Um, I I do say that uh, Jason Statham, like, he portrays a different type of badass. Yeah, the non, like, non-realistic, I can literally do anything. Yeah. Although, although, I would listen to Jason Statham go, maybe the dawn a lot long, more times than hear Thomas Jane do it, and That's, I'm a, and you know how big of a fan of Thomas Jane I am. Absolutely, you, know? you, you watch his birthday every year. Every year, <laughs> no sleep, Jane. <laughs> uh, who do you think looks better in a, uh, a wetsuit? Uh, Thomas Jane. Yeah, I don't think Jason Statham could pull off the sleeveless one. No, uh, no, 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 Jason Statham forever will be handsome Rob to me. Yeah, and I. I Every time I see him, that's all I can see is handsome Rob. Now, talking about guys with long hair, it was a wig, but he had long oh. hair and. Um, I, I believe that's our our quote of four, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, revolver, Jason said, mm-hmm. I liked it. Good, sat, laid down, good. Long hair doesn't look good on guys, unless you're special genetics. Um, and going along with uh, me embarrassingly, embarrassingly telling people. Uh, at too old of an age to be doing it, uh, recreating scenes from movies uh, by myself. My mom has a pool. I recreated. I wanted to be Carter in this movie. Okay. I recreated a lot of the scenes. In in your your pool. Going underwater, pretending like there's a, a shark. Uh, way too old to be doing this. Uh, not quite. Not quite an adult yet. Fifteen. All right. But way too old to be playing make believe. So this and and I understand what has happened in this movie so far, but this entire scene, all it reminds me of is Waterworld. Like the fires burning on the water for no real reason. It's structures. Just one hundred percent reminds me of Waterworld. Did you like that movie? Uh, I enjoyed it as a popcorn movie. Yeah. I, I, I don't believe it'll win any awards, but it was fun watching I think people ramp boats into machine guns. I think it won some Razzie. Did you like the Waterworld stunt show? Uh, I never had a chance to see it. Oh, no. I always, it was always one of those things I wanted to go and see. You know how they do that that effect there? Oh, I did not. So they got the blade, right? Mm-hmm. So on the back, inside it, that doesn't face the camera, there's a medical tubing that runs along the blade. Okay. And on the handle is one of those pumps, you know? So the actress squeezes it, actor actually squeezes it, and as she squeezes it, blood flows that medical tube and down the back of the... Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. And that really seems Bad unnecessary. Ass, 
No, she's got to draw the shark away because she knows that's not good. That's 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 that's, that's, that's pretty rough CG. Yeah, that's cool. That's really bad. Yeah, that's. Ugh. I, I I have a hard time even in 1999 seeing why wow, this. That's this, that's alright though. Yeah, that that's fun. I that this is a scene I recreated a lot. Running along my mom's deck. I even had a a, a prop gun like that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like this death is pretty unnecessary. Yeah, I did this dive a lot to save to save I never made it. And and the fact that he freaking um uh, dropped the gun, so her sacrifice. Well, he can't shoot it in the water. Think she was still alive when she split in half? Uh, not for long. Sharks don't really eat like that, do they? I would. I don't think so. Uh, I think it, it is. Don't they? Don't they like bite you and let them let you bleed out because they lose teeth too easily? So they don't. They don't want you fighting, kicking out their teeth. Probably. Yeah. But these are genetically altered sharks. You know, Megalodon stands for Big Two. Does it? Yeah. Huh. I'm just kind of rambling. I'm sorry. <laughs> Would you do that to a shark? Right, it's thin. Do you think that's the scene Thomas Shane got to do at the end of the movie? That could be. Yeah. I, either, both of them. I mean, I would do it. That would, that would seem like a lot of fun. Uh, with, with the speed that that's going, I don't think that's the scene. I think it's the first one we right. saw. Uh, this that is definitely like a sh like shark fin with motorboat on the back of it. Here's deepest bluest. Oh, deepest bluest. This has like shark skin. And uh, I always wanted a cool scar. Like like he's probably gonna have a cool scar on his arm right there. Yeah, probably. Because he was him again. You know what scar I always wanted? The one across the eye. The one that all the cool guys have. Oh, no. You know way, way too easy to be blind in that eye. Yeah, but you always get that cool... Oh, that sucks. Like, that's going to leave a scar. That will leave a scar. Yeah. <laughs> now, I do, I do appreciate the... Uh, um, uh, the... Uh, realism there about it going through the fin and uh, going into Tom Jane's leg. We were talking about Gilding the Lily on our last film commentary with the scene of Mission Impossible mm -hmm. where there, Tom Tom's being held he, he likes an alcohol Tom. Yeah. He's being held up. Cruzy? Cruzy. Yeah. Uh, he's being held up. See, that's not how explosions happen in the water, right? Uh, I don't believe so, no. Don't they implode? Uh... Th this is the only scientific inaccuracy i found in this movie so far. Uh, th there, there is, there is a brief moment of implosion and then explode when, because, like, all the, the water turns to vapor when, the, during an explosion, especially one from, like, dynamite. So... Um, but l let me oh, bring yeah, up right, what right. happened here. He's losing a leg. Um, that harpoon went through the fin into his leg... And then the reason he's not tied to the shark anymore is because the shark hits the thing, yeah. and and the, he comes off the, the harpoon. That harpoon would have torn and dragged all the way in, all the way through his his leg section, 
Um, no, no, I think it, are just large arrows. Right. No, I think the the uh, the fin slowed it down enough to where it was like just like just a tip. You played just a tip, yeah. Uh, it I, went I all the way through his leg. Nah, no, no, you misread that. See, um, look at that. See. Oh yeah, that's. Oh uh, yeah, he's. That's gonna be a cool. Here, here's a funny joke that all '90s action. All 90s uh, action movies had had a little... Like, there was one last night in uh, Mission Possible. Here's a little comedic button. Let's, yep. let's, let's see if it holds up still. Oh, yeah. We watched uh, All of Our Friends Die. Let's make a joke. Yeah. Let me ask you something. Are you sure just Yeah. You don't, really, you don't really see a lot. <laughs> you don't really see that comedic button no more on action films, do you? Not really, no. Well, that's usually because they're action right up to the end, and then yeah. we get the, the the fade away. Do you miss these kind of movies? Like the, you know, like everything. Everything's got to be like gritty. Like this is kind of this, this. These guys are just like, yeah, just shut your brain off, man. These are eight thousand pound genetically altered mako sharks. No, anyway, as I, as I was saying, by like a shark's fin. Uh, uh, so the last commentary we were doing, we were talking about gilding the lily with, so Cruzy's being held up by Jean Reno, and then that mouse comes, mm-hmm. and he goes to swing it, and of course Tom, you know, just adding stress upon more stress. I feel like that's what they were trying to go through here, with the with it going through. Do you think it was successful? Did, did the mice add more stress to the scene? And do you, do you think that's what they were trying to do here? Yeah, I think it was fine. I uh, um, I think that they should have gone in a couple different directions at some point. Cause, like, I think it would have been a lot more impactful if the um, the environmental hazards actually did something. Um, overall, the environmental hazards, all they did was help the shark kill someone. And I think that would have been a lot more impactful if the environmental hazards actually uh, actually killed someone in the movie. Um, but overall, I mean, yeah, it added a lot of extra depth to it, and then the, you have the sharks as the bad guys, and um, having three of them is nice, so that you can have um, uh, some ones you can kill. And still have uh, more threats. Because that's going to be the problem with Meg, is that the heroes are going to do nothing to it until they kill it. Well, there's two of them. There's a mom and a daughter. Okay. Well, if we get two of them, then then at least we have something that we can kill mid-movie. I'm, I'm curious. I'm kind of curious. Are you excited about Meg? Uh, not not particularly. Yeah. Uh, it was on my uh, my watch when it hits Netflix list. Well, no, we're gonna watch this for the podcast. This is this is our job now. Yeah. We're joining the thousands of unsolicited opinions on the internet. <laughs> So, while the credits are going and the Grammy Award winning uh, songs going, deepest bluest. Uh, I'm gonna go. Th- I'm gonna scan my brain through a few trivia. So this is why we eat up a few time through the. Okay. Sure. Fourteen different visual effects houses worked on the film's sharks. And thirteen of them are no longer around. I'm they sure. should have had fourteen more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't know which visual effects houses you were, but man, you need to put some more work into do you, that. Do you think they were considered good for its time? For its time? Do you remember anything said about it? I, I remember my dad 
pointing out how bad the CG was. So I don't it remember. wasn't good. Yeah, but I remember uh, not really noticing it too much. But of course, I wasn't really at that age that I started noticing that. So this was shot in the same Fox Studios uh, Baja complex where Titanic was filmed a mere two years earlier. Okay. You think that if this? Do you think if this had actually happened and that was a real? Uh, C-Lab sinking. You think James Cameron would go down a submarine and look at it like he does Titanic? I mean, if you're making a movie about it, sure. Yeah, okay. Alright, let me let me scan some more of my memory here. Do you got any memory going on to you? Um, yeah, pretty much said what I knew off the top of my head. Uh, I will check the, uh, the old internets. Interwebs here. Um, but yeah, I remember, uh, um, the the uh, uh, getting this movie when and Dad watching it and I remember going wow I enjoyed that and Dad went yeah except for the sharks <laughs> and uh, so it's like a, it's a good place to work for for the customers right yeah um, uh, oh Tony's Food Service is that the same place that did uh, the catering for Mission Impossible. Possibly. Good oh. call. Yeah, because uh, Tyler's got a resume out from 1996 that he hasn't gotten a call on. It says here, Samuel L. Jackson golfed during breaks from the filming. You think that's really why he took the... Like, he didn't want to do it, but he's like, wait, where is this being shot at? Oh, I, th- I think... You think, you think... I mean, he openly admits that there's three types of movies he, do, he does. Samuel L. Jackson, he says, he does, he does the paycheck... Because he's got bills to pay, he does the blockbuster, and then he does the art piece that for that he does for love. Mm-hmm. See, which one do you think this one was? Clearly, love, because I think it's love under the fact that according to the trivia, it says Samuel L. Jackson was interested in marine biology in college before becoming an actor. You think you got a little bit nostalgic? I, th- I think maybe a little bit, um, yeah. but I also think that. Um, I remember there was a lot of press about the movie, so it could have been a paycheck movie too. Um, uh, but uh, we were talking about this on uh, one of the previous podcasts with Adam Sandler, um, how he will take movies because they become vacations. So like, um, well, the Forgetting Sarah Marshall, or Fifty First Dates, one of the two, uh, he's like, hey, what if we shoot this in Hawaii? And everyone's like, oh yeah, that's a great position for it. All because he wanted to go on a vacation to Hawaii. So... There could be some, uh, uh, hey, I want to take a, a nice sea getaway. Oh, okay. Built into that. This is actually cool. I actually like this bit of trivia. I did not make the connection. The three sharks are killed in the same ways as the three sharks in Jaws. Jaws 2 and Jaws 3D. Blown up. Uh-huh. Electrocuted. Yep. And incinerated, respectively. How did, I remember yep. 1 and 2. How did the shark die in 3? Never seen it, to be honest. Uh, I stopped watching Jaws at 2. You know what happens in Jaws 4? Uh, a shark kills someone. The jo- well, yeah. The okay. Jaws purposely seeks out the, the remaining family members of Roy Schreider's family. Really? Yeah, I think it's like possessed by a voodoo or something. <laughs> I, I think. It's been a while since I've seen it. Alright. Uh, how... Wow, we're still going. Oh, the music, the music credits come up, so we're almost done. Yeah. If you're sticking through this, good on you. If you're listening at all, then really good on you. Uh, body count. Take a guess what the body count was. Uh, nine. 
You son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, I just happen to have the same memory banks up here. Uh, there happen to be four shark attacks, four explosions, and one drowning. But, you know, if you want to count the bird, ten. Wait, which one drowned? Uh, oh, just so you know, the story and all names, characters, and innocence portrayed by this film are purely fictitious. You know, you laugh at that, but, uh, they, uh, they actually have to clear names. You know, like, I, like, I, uh, in one of the podcasts I was telling the story about Marla Singer character from Fight Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they had to clear that, and there was only one Marla Singer they could find. Like, so, so, so if like if you're adapting a novel and uh, you're adapting a novel called uh, Deepest Bluest, and your main character, your main hero, the badass, is Daniel Newkirk. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Rennie Harlan's like, well, or Rennie, the director wouldn't the legal team would be like they would they would Google. I'm assuming Google search how many Daniel Newkirks there are. And if there's a thousand, they're gonna be like, "Fuck it, don't worry about it." Because if if one Daniel would come in and try to sue, they'd be like, "There's a thousand Daniel Newkirks in this country. How do you know we're writing about you?" Mm-hmm. So, uh, so Fincher and crew were making Fight Club, and there was only one Marla Singer. So they had to get her to write off on it to say like, "Hey, this has nothing to do with you. This isn't about you." You probably thought the song was about you. But you're just so vain. Yeah. So so interesting. I know that there's at least two other Daniel Newkirks. Yeah? One up in uh, my hometown, and then one in Sweden. Wait, there's a Daniel Newk- There was two Daniel Newkirks in uh, wherever it is you lived? Yeah, point? absolutely, yeah. Um, we were unrelated, and... Uh, That'd be weird. If it you... was very weird, and uh, I was working at a cell phone store, and he bought a cell phone. And uh, I was signing him up, and he, and uh, I asked him his name, and he told me, and I'm like, yeah. And I thought he was just asking, like, I thought I had told him my name, and there was this kind of standoff until he showed me his driver's license, because that was part of the, the process, and I'm like, oh, hey, we have the same, we have the exact same name. He had a different middle initial. I think his middle initial was L or K. No. Yep, and then the, uh, the other Daniel Newkirk is in Sweden somewhere that I know of, um... And uh, he goes by Danny. You're kind of a stalker, aren't you? No, uh, the uh, um, the I know about the Sweden one because um, my family has a genealogy book, and we trace genealogy um, oh. back to that. Um, uh, so related to him, he's out in Sweden somewhere, and that or Norway somewhere in that general area, and uh, he was. I believe he was in his early 20s when I was uh, preteen. So he's probably maybe he's probably 12 to 15 years older than me. Okay. Yeah. Alright, before we wrap it up, uh, like I said, um, we did this uh, in honor of release of Meg. We will be doing a series of these uh, in honor of the, the big releases, or yeah. or if we just get a hair out on a butt and we want to honor <laughs> something that's being released. Yeah, I think our next commentary is uh, is it on Bumblebee? Is that the next one we're doing? Uh, what should we do? Uh, the 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 Hitler wizards. Hitler wizards. Yeah, uh, Harry Potter's. Oh, uh, Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, uh, we can talk about that. Uh, so pay attention near the Fantastic Beasts release and the Bumblebee release for our next commentary. I hope and you Aquaman. Uh, is Aquaman 4? 
Well, Aquaman, I think Aquaman, yeah, Aquaman would be like the last one of the year, but we're doing one for that, though. Yeah, yeah, Aquaman. We're not sure what we're doing, but we're trying to keep these separate from the podcast. Yeah. It's like a special gift to Cody's mom. <laughs> uh, so anyway, before we close it out, like we always talk about when we do commentaries, what do you think? What do you think? You, you saw it as a kid. Did you enjoy it as a kid? I did, I did. We just saw it on Netflix. The question is, you've got $5 in your pocket. You're in one of those big old bins, those little discount bins at Walmart. You see this sitting there. Pick it up. Did you enjoy it enough? Would you watch it again? I, I enjoyed it. I would watch it again. I would not pick it up in the $5 bargain bin. I, if I only have $5 and I have to pick up one movie in the $5 bargain bin, I would have to own a lot of the movies in that bargain bin to buy it. So definitely not this. Yeah. What if, um, what if the lazy Sunday morning, sitting on sitting in, in your underwear on the couch, flipping through the channels, you hear the dulcet tones of deepest bluest playing? Would you stop and watch it? Uh, maybe because I noticed here at the end. Shit, good point. <laughs> uh, no, okay. So, uh, but you know, I I would not turn it off if I if I turned it on. Yeah. Um, it, it was fun. It was enjoyable. I would watch it again. Um, but definitely yeah. wouldn't buy it. Uh, not if it was only five bucks. Uh, I, I give it, you know, a, a three and a half out of five. Okay. I enjoyed it as a kid. Uh, I, I liked it. I like the, I like these types of movies. Movies that I reenacted when I was way too old or way too old to be playing make-believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen it since, but, man, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess this... This is the first time I realized how bad the CGI was. The CGI. I, I knew, I knew there was a few shots that I was that I was ready for, but man, there were a lot of stuff that does not hold up. Yeah, CGI is real bad, and I'm not a graphic snob. I I, pref- I love the old Clash of the Titans with the claymation stop motion CGI monsters. was horrible in that movie. Yeah, like non-existent. Yeah, but yeah, the CGI was absolutely terrible in this one. Um, the uh, uh, the physics and the inconsistencies within itself. Uh, I brought them up as we were watching. Um, the, the movie's not perfect by any means. Um, uh, but if you're looking for a shark horror film and you don't want to watch Jaws, it's a good plan B. I I would pick it up in the five dollar bin. If if it was a DVD, if it was bare bones DVD, just the movie, mm-hmm. no. But if it had making of, it had the commentary. Because I honestly, I kind of enjoy. Because if I've got some pretty crappy movies in my collection that, <laughs> okay. that are bad that I don't ever watch the movie. I only watch the commentary because the cast and crew have such a good time making it, and you can tell as they're making it how much like they're dedicated to this movie, and they kind of know it's crap. So I, I, you know, like I enjoy that, you know. Uh, so I would pick it up if it, if it had if it had a little few extra bones on it. If it was just if it was just bare bones movie. No, I, I would not. Okay, so we're going to play a quick game. Alright. You're, you're going through the bargain bin. Okay. We've got Deep Blue Sea in the bargain bin. I'm with you. Alright? I'm with you. We've got uh, this, uh, The Veil Okay. in the bargain bin. Okay. Another Thomas Jane. Right, right, right. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I'm with you. We've I'm got uh, The Punisher. Oh, yeah. Thomas Jane Punisher, I'm assuming. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay. Thomas Jane Punisher. Okay. You're setting the scene good. Yep. I, I can almost feel it. And we have uh, Dreamcatcher. Another Thomas Jane movie. Which one do you take home? Man, it's tough. It's, it's 
Is Punisher bare bones? All of them are just movie. No, no, no. Let, let, let's 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 pimp it up. Okay. Movie commentary making of deleted scenes, full special feature package. It's twenty five dollars on all of them. What the hell would do? Yeah. Ah. Uh, hmm. I go okay. All right. Dreamcatcher has two has two of my favorite actors in it. Mm-hmm. That's still a bad movie. Oh, I love Dreamcatcher. Uh, I'd go with Punisher. All right, all right. I'd go with Punisher. Yeah. All right. Deep Blue Sea, second choice? Yeah, 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 I'd do that. I'd do that over Dreamcatcher. I like sharks. I like Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there we go. I always watch a birthday on his birthday. Always watch his birthday on his birthday. I'm going to go home and sleep, Daniel. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a 20-minute drive, so I'm going to down some energy drink and then probably... Crash since <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Yes. All right. So, uh, this commentary was recorded at the Great Lakes Avengers Damage Control Podcasting Headquarters. Um, check us out on Facebook at Damage Control Podcasting. Yes. Uh, check us out on the Twits or Twitter yes. at Damn Control. Uh huh. And then send us an email at damagecontrolpodcasting at gmail.com. All those things you um, said are true. Yeah, by the time this goes up, we'll have about one week before our one-year anniversary. No, um, I'll have two days. We'll have two days for this our... This is going up Friday. I ain't oh, putting right, this up Friday. Uh, so when or you hear I, this... should I put it up? Nah, I'll put it up Friday. Okay, so when we put it up... You'll be hearing this on Friday. Um, Unless you're in the we, future. We will have two days for, before our one-year anniversary. Uh, send us a DM through Twitter... Send us an email. We are taking your questions, and we will answer them at the one-year episode. Um, uh, and, and you have a chance to be on Damage Control Podcasting. Uh, so, yeah, that email address, again, is damagecontrolpodcasting at gmail.com or on Twitter at damncontrol. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Oh,